From the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, we're Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good afternoon, beautiful people. Welcome back. Welcome to uh, another bit of your life spent with me. And again, thanks, Rebecca, and thank you for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded and for the folks at RS Therapy Group who, uh, you know, we're doing what we can to make a little difference in this world. And, and, and again, if you have any feedback you want to give us, Rick at RS Therapy Group, Rebecca at RS Therapy Group, both of those are dot-coms. Send us what you're thinking of the podcast, thinking uh, about ideas that you may have, and your comments, just your flat-out simple comments. Uh, see what we can do to, to, to make these uh, add a little bit more to your world. Today we're going to be talking about the fact that words matter, and this is 100% uh, coming from a comment that was made. Um, so... Uh, I don't want to get into the details about who and what because I, I, I don't need to or want to reveal identities. Uh, that's, you know, I've, I've talked about some people and named them and, and it's done in a flattering way. Uh, the negative, we keep that to ourselves. Uh, it doesn't need to be spread. But words matter. So the scenario was that uh, two people uh, verbally started going after a third person and um, the third person uh, was being asked to financially support an ex by staying on the mortgage, by paying for the mortgage, by doing all kinds of things and putting herself in financial prison. And it was a really uh, sad statement because, you know, this third person uh, finally is in a good place in their life, feels respected, feels valued, feels that things are going in a good direction, feels that the world is finally doing things that, that they need to have done. And and so said this back to these people, and the people that she was saying it to were her parents. And when she said, you know, I, I'm finally respected, I'm finally in a good place, I'm finally... They had used their words to attack her. They had used their words to try to, to make her financially responsible for somebody else. They had used their words to do all kinds of things. And the only concern that they had was the words that were coming back their way. And so when she wrote out, hey, I'm in a good place. And no, I'm not going to. And you guys crossed the line. And, and the only thing they were concerned with, well, what about when you were a child? Were you not respected then? What she wanted to say was no. What she did say was, well, yes, of course, because, again, words matter. And it was to keep peace. And so, unfortunately, the whole idea of words mattering only seems to go one way. And I mean truly, 
on a day-to-day basis. I see it in therapy with couples. I see it all the time with people. Words matter going singularly in one direction. People don't care how their words affect you, how their words tear you down, how their words do something to actually truly destroy you. They only care about themselves. And this is, again, this is this incredibly unfortunate situation that we've grown into in this society is it doesn't matter where the words are so long as no one else is being held accountable for their own words. So going back to this young lady, you know, they, they, they viciously attacked her verbally for her being a horrible human being and no regard for her or her future or her life. And when she said, finally, I'm getting respect in my life, then they were, were absolutely, you know, disgruntled and, 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 and furious. Oh my God, what do you mean? But again, never once apologized for their words. I have a, a family member who, at one time in my life, I would have said I have uh, the most amazing relationship with. And repeatedly over the last number of years said to me, I don't like this version of you. And I would say, so the version that saved your marriage, this version that, that housed you, the version that has done countless wonderful things for you directly, and the version that, again, no apology ever. Ever. What it is, is people again, and I hear this all the time. I hear this from kids all the time who sit, sit back and they they look at their parents and they go, oh, my dear God, you, you know, because Johnny has an iPad, I need an iPad, I need this, I need that, I need, I need. And it's like, no. Words matter. But words need to be measured both ways. It is a reciprocated relationship. There's a guy by the name of John who uh, is uh, a friend of mine, a colleague, I don't know how to label him. And I met John a number of years ago. And John has has a lot of business ventures. And John has this saying, no assholes at the table. And so in business, in personal adventures, in anything, no assholes at the table. The second you see one, the second you hear one, you get up and leave. Cost you a million dollars, cost you 20 bucks. Doesn't matter. Because if the asshole's sitting at the table now, they will only become lazier. They will only become more indignant. They will only become ruder. They will only become more empowered the longer that you allow them to stay there. And therefore, no assholes at the table. He runs his entire world based on that. And I admire that man more than you could ever imagine for that one simple teaching Because what it was, is it was a maple syrup way, and you all know how I love to make maple syrup out of life. And it was a maple syrup way of going, oh my dear God. Oh my dear. This 
This is truly fantastic. What I need is I need maple syrup. And he came along and he gave it to me in that one statement. If you're an ass, you're never, ever going to see me sit down at this table with you again. And if I continue to sit here for another hour, that doesn't mean that I will ever sit down again. And people do this all the time in relationships. They will see somebody who is kind and they will push that kindness further and further and further and further until the kindness simply walks away. And then they go, I don't understand. Well, the, the, the point is, is that we, we really do have to understand words matter. There is a song originally by Gar by Simon and Garfunkel by Simon and Garfunkel I believe um, most notably been redone by uh, the group Disturbed it's actually a, a, a beautiful version um, and that song is is powerful and it's powerful because there is one set of words within the middle of the song. It is the cancer that grows within, and that is silence. So I'm going to play a little piece of pentatonics, um, The Sound of Silence. Again, it's a, it, they are a lovely group. I would love to see them at some point in my life. I never have. Um, I love the disturbed version as well. Um, and so I don't know. Well, actually, you know what? I don't know which one's going to get played because Rebecca controls all this stuff. I only kind of have a little bit of control over my life. Um, typically speaking, my, my life is in her hands. And, uh, you know, so if it goes well, it'll be because of her. And if it goes extremely horrible, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's likely I'm not throwing her under the bus. I'm just saying uh, that we missed something here. So uh, we'll see which one she wants to play. So let's let's sit back and just listen for a second. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, it sounds like it's pentatonics. I've come to talk with you again. Words matter. Listen to that harmony. That harmony. And actually, I'm I'm glad she's doing it with this one because the harmony of this group is the harmony of each one of them knowing their place and knowing their role within the song, which is life. And sound matters. The words matter. And so each one of these people play their role perfectly. When I go back and I hear and I think of that conversation that I overheard where this couple was throwing their daughter under the bus and going, you must pay the mortgage, you must do this, you must do all of these things for this human being who simply doesn't want to work and has not been a good or kind husband to her at all. And, and it's ironic, you know, I sat this week with a, with a beautiful lady um, who truly, right, sit talk to her beautiful soul trapped in a relationship she sat here with her mom trying to get advice on 
how to do upper separation room, how to get out, how to cope, how to strategize. I have these conversations all the time. The harmony that's in the background that's behind my voice are five people who are not trying to grandstand over top of each other. They are simply trying to put out a beautiful, beautiful sound. And there was those beautiful words, folks. And the silence is the cancer that grows. When you give each other the cold treatment, you are creating a cancer in the relationship. And when you do not apologize sincerely and understand and take back the vulgarity of what you said... When people stop and they don't actually give of themselves and go, I must make amends. I laugh all the time. People will read my degrees, they will hear my words, and they will go, you're arrogant. No, I just know what I know and I know what I don't know. I will give unconditionally to any client, any person who walks into my life, and I will give until they walk away. But there's two things I will not do, and I encourage every person listening to this and every client that I ever have. Don't accept silence because it is the cancer that grows within, and it is the cancer that truly will never, ever, ever fade as long as it's allowed to be. And on top of that, when somebody says to you, you are responsible for, and they use words to attack you, and they do not fully apologize and understand and appreciate the meaning of what they've said and how horrendous it is. I've traveled parts of the world with that family member who has repeatedly said, I don't like this version of you. I really actually don't like you at all as this version, as this therapist. And yet I have clients in the United Kingdom. I have clients all across Canada. I have clients all over the place. And we have these podcasts and they are being listened to all over the world. We have the data that supports it. And yet I am being told, I don't like this version of you. Y'all know, here's the secret. The only thing I was doing is saying, mm, you can't do that because it's against the law. Or... Some other just me simply having knowledge that they don't have and that offended them so deeply and so truly right to their core because how dare I, the youngest, littlest brother of the clan, have knowledge that surpasses all of my older siblings combined. It's not because I'm smarter than them. My brother John is a genius. Him and Dave uh, Fullerton came up with the first effective rebreathers. So for scuba divers and uh, military personnel around the world, uh, there is a way to stay underwater, producing virtually no bubbles, for hours upon hours upon hours. My brother John and, and his business partner were the creators of that. Incredibly intelligent man. But there are areas that I have more intelligence 
more knowledge simply because of my life experiences. And for that, I have been told, I don't like this version of you. Words matter. Truly, they do. And unfortunately, and, and believe me, uh, when I say this, I'm, I'm quite happy. So please don't think that this is a woe is me podcast. What this is, is a podcast that goes out to John and goes out to John to say thank you. Thank you, dear man, for saying to me many, many years ago, no assholes at the table. Because it was a very maple syrup, simple way of me going, I cannot and will not live that way again. And so going out to the to the couple who threw their, their 40-some-year-old daughter under the bus and said, we don't care whether you need to pay rent. We don't need, we don't care. Because again, optically, it was only what matters to them. I think it's very funny. A while ago, I was, I was sitting and I was watching a couple get kind of ramped up and they were feeding off each other. And I, and I turned to the man, I said, hey, do you want to go outside? And I was shocked, absolutely shocked when he said to fight. And I, I was speechless. I truly, and people are going to go, Rick, you're, people who really know me are going to go, Rick, you're speechless. Yeah, I was actually speechless because I was, I was, I was so dumbfounded and I was so dumbfounded by the stupidity of the statement. Cause I'm like, first of all, I'm an old man and you are easy 20 years senior to me. You're a really old man. You think that, no. No, it's a technique that's used in counseling all the time. When you watch people who are feeding off each other, who are actually creating and escalating a situation into a horrible place, and that is the words that matter. When you see that happening, my job is to say, whoa, just hold on here. Can we separate these people so we can calm the situation down? To this day, those people see me as heinous. They see me as, as a threat to their physical safety which I just laugh at. I'm like, geez, maybe back in my teens, but as an old man, certainly not. I'll talk you to death. I'll bore you to death with words. But throw a punch? Nah. Defend myself for sure. Defend loved ones around me physically? Absolutely, if need to be. But come on. Words matter. And so, unfortunately, in that moment, I was the cancer that grew within because I gave them silence. I gave them the sound of silence, which they took as being cancer, and they took that silence and they ran with it. And this is why it is so important, if you can, to avoid both the silence and not owning the words that are said. Attempts have been made to clarify that I was shocked, actually, and if they really knew me. But they don't want to because they don't really want to know me. They had prejudged me long before they met me, and they will stand by that judgment. And so, therefore, I will go by John's words. And uh, and again, John, thank you. No assholes at the table. And so, whether it be any long weekend in the summer, whether it be any family get-together, whether it be anywhere... Yeah, I, I don't need to take my precious uh, days on my on my uh, on of my life on on this planet and give it away to people who have zero respect for me. 
And so again, words do matter, people. They matter immensely. Listen carefully. Investigate. When you find silence, ask. Ask what the silence was intended for. If it was meant to be a weapon, listen to those words. Listen to the excuse. When asked, I was like, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. I was shocked. Well, yeah, but you, again, I'm not allowed to be shocked, apparently. I'm not allowed to be speechless. Well, apparently I was. And I spent mm, about four years, five years, listening to the person tell me repeatedly over numerous occasions that they don't like this version of me before I went, okay, cool. You don't ever have to see this version of me again. I'll orphan myself. I'm fine. I encourage all of you to be very, very proud to be a Black Sheep rebranded, to be listening to these podcasts and to be learning a simpler, easier way to live, a simpler, easy way to actually be, and to not carry the baggage that so many people on this planet want us to carry. If it's mine, I guarantee you I will pick it up and I will apologize and I will do whatever it is that I need to and can do. But I promise you, if it is not mine, such as in the case that apparently what I wanted to do was beat on some 70-some-year-old man, which is, again, such a hypocrisy of stupidity. Oh, my God. Words matter. And when you don't apologize and you don't own them and you're only worried about how they reflect on you, man, oh, man, that speaks so highly to your shallowness. And please, please, people, we can do better. We can. We have it in us. Apologize for those words. Walk away from the people who, who bring out that negativity in you and make sure that you go out of your way to, to create an environment. You know, I have clients who go back time and time again to the same trough, looking for it to suddenly be differently. And, and different like it's going to all of a sudden be a, a trough that's going to empower them and, and feed them. And it doesn't. It disenfranchises them. It makes them feel horrible. It makes them do all kinds of terrible things where they truly have nothing but sorrow in their heart. And so just like that song, and thank you, Rebecca, for pulling up the version that you did, that chorus is a symbol of what we should all be living by. We don't all have to be singing at once. We can stop and we can listen. Go on there and, and watch them. You will see at times they have their lips shut. They are simply waiting for their time to speak, their time to sing in that song. And they bring it together in this beautiful harmony that is a miracle to see. And that should be our lives every single day. So I've thanked John two or three times. I'm going to thank him one, one more time for being such an incredible mentor in my life. And, and to be such an incredible human being to share the things that he has and does with me. And um, again, I am going to uh, have to thank all of you because let me tell you, every day I sit down with my clients, don't you think that you're not teaching me something every single time? You're teaching me to be a better therapist. You're teaching me to be a better human being. And you're also teaching me um, how amazing we can be. So words do matter. To the people who don't own that, shame on you. To the people who do, congratulations. You're going to be building a better world. Y'all take care, be safe, 
And let me tell you again, thank you very much for listening to, to these podcasts. And hopefully you're taking some goodness out of these messages and building yourselves a better, more beautiful life. Chat soon. Bye-bye. Again, thank you very much. It's Rick Sherwood here again. Thank you very much. As I continuously say, really appreciate everyone who tunes into these podcasts. Uh, but please keep in mind, uh, all the information contained within these is not meant to be a supplement or meant to be a replacement for psychotherapy or for anyone truly struggling with mental health. Please reach out to uh, a therapist and somebody qualified to help you out. If these ideas trigger something within you where you need to do that and you're not sure where to go, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to. Uh, go to blacksheeprebranded.ca uh, and we can direct you in, un in unbelievable different directions. Piracy, please don't pirate the information in this. It is proprietary. Uh, please also make sure that, uh, that you understand that this isn't about us wanting to be greedy about our ideas. This is us wanting to make sure that our ideas are uniquely and collectively kept as ours so that we can use them as we see fit and uh, not how other people want to do it for their own piracy and their own benefit. Y'all be good. Take care. Bye-bye.